Interior. Night. Recording studio. Two redheads begin pre-show warm-ups. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Jack, write that you gargle your water or something. Jack gargles some water. And then put that we say, welcome to Script Shop. Who? Me or you? Mm, you say it. Welcome to Script Shop. N- no, but like, really, say it. Like, right now. Like, right now. Let's go for it. Welcome to Scrimshaw. No, Jack. Top. <laughs> Omaha. No, Jack. Welcome to Script Shop. Well, here's the story of a podcast, don't you know? It's all about scripts. It's Script Shop Show. Allison, Jack, and sometimes Frank, they do the show and they rarely stank. Oh, Script Shop Show, Script Shop Show. It's, it's a, a podcast. podcast. Yeah, it's Script Shop, Shop Show. Is there Script Shop Show? Script <laughs> Shop Show. Thanks for listening to Script Shop Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our podcast about Love scripts it. and screenplays. Yep. I'm Jack. I'm Allison. I'm hey. embarrassed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you are. So we are extremely excited for today's show. Not only do we have one person in studio, which we love having people in we studio. Do. The other uh, writer of this thing we're about to talk about today is uh, going to be talking to us via Skype. So we're going uh, interstitial with it. There's distance involved. Yes. There's live stuff involved. And it's based on a music video yeah. that's... Uh, a song that's been in my head for almost a year now because they sent it into this independent film festival. That's how we met these people. And yeah. it's all, it, it's a musical. So that's why you had that incredibly brilliantly written uh, little something just there to start the show. Going off. Going for your Emmy, going you, for the Emmy. You're welcome. So today we're going to be talking about Texas Annie, the legend of the Moan Ranger. Texas Annie, the legend <laughs> of the Moan Ranger. I just want to say that again, really slowly for my parents. Mm-hmm. Texas Annie. The Legend of the Moan Ranger. Mm-hmm. And You're welcome by Jennifer Howd and Ross Mahalko. It's a five-page music video, sex-positive pseudo-metal and rap short. Yes. Yes, Jack. And it's. I think it's really important that we – I had some thoughts about – some part of my brain wanted to or at least felt obligated to maybe put on some kind of warning about – there's going to be frank discussions of sex in the middle of this show and it because of the content of what the yeah. what the work is but you know we've had stories about death and and all sorts of other maybe Abuse. quote unquote mature topics yes. that we don't necessarily go out of our way yep. to put a label on so i i don't sex know why we no would different. do it in this case either yeah yeah that, that was a thought process that I had well, over the past you know, couple of days. The reason why we would think about it is just because society teaches us a lot of the times that sex is bad and it's not always bad. And apparently less. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's not always bad. Well, and apparently, yes, not always. And apparently <laughs> also way to say that. less socially acceptable than yeah. violence or whatever. Yeah, man, isn't that a thing? Which is weird That's, to think we're about. Ju- we're getting into the whole show without our guests, so we're just going to have to pause on that for a second. Uh, it, we are taking your submissions, of course. If you've written something in script form and you want us to read it and think about having you on the show, you can do that by going on to scriptshopshow.com slash submit. We have got a ton of things that have been submitted to us. We're still going through it, but if you want to jump to the front of the line and let us know that you listen to the show, we appreciate that. It's a little bonus uh, for you if you include the phrase hot burrito. Or just like send us Taco Bell gift cards. That's that's a heck of an idea. Isn't it? Because then we're not getting idea. real hot burritos in the mail, which I've talked about before. It's brilliant. But we could get hot burritos yes. and eat them on the show. You're giving us <laughs> the means to get our own hot burrito, which, like, you know, give a man a fish, he'll eat for one day, but send a person a Taco, Taco Bell, Bell gift, gift cards, cards, they'll eat for 20 more for minutes. Like, <laughs> 
and they'll hate themselves just as much afterwards. <laughs> For the rest of the night. The guilt will still be there. Don't <laughs> the worry. 20 more minutes. Yeah. I love that. So hot burrito us in any form that you need to to get your script pushed to the first ready section of our lives. We would love to read your work. And if you're already typing Script Shop Show into your browser, you might as well do it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or yes. iTunes, where you can talk to us and leave a review. We love your reviews. We love your feedback. We want to know what kind of burritos you love the most. Mm-hmm. Send us pictures. Hot, cold, or otherwise. I actually don't know if I want pictures of hot burritos. Yeah, See, that's why. Because it's all, it's penises. Don't tell it's the internet penises. to send you hot burritos. <laughs> just don't do it. It's, it's just dicks. Okay, let's see. Oh, if you uh, want to send us real money. Oh, yes. And not just Taco Bell gift cards. <laughs> yeah, we're very open to all forms <laughs> of currency. You can go to patreon.com and you can uh, sponsor the show. We have a handful of sponsors and we really do appreciate every little bit that comes our way. Yes. Um, at some point, <laughs> we'd like to get paid. We'll see if and when that happens. But um, you could support the show and support the work that we do for artists by going to patreon.com and looking up Script Shop, Script Shop Show. You know, and we're Frankless here uh, for like the second time. And it's been a little bit since we've had Frank in studio. So there's nobody yeah. to check in with to make sure that we said all the I things know. that we're supposed to. I think we did, right? A, B, C, D, E. Looks I, good to me. I feel good about it. Uh, I rhymed. Oh. No, it's fine. I, was just I, I stepped on your so rhyme. I'm, uh, no, you're part of it. We're just part of the experience <laughs> yeah, I'm, together. I'm, I'm playing the role of guy that messed up your rhyme. <laughs> it so. was. I mean, it was me in the letter E, so <laughs> it's, not, it's not that good. We need to uh, get our guests on because we've got a ton of ground that I we need to cover. It. Okay. So first off, ladies and gentlemen, here in studio with us is Jennifer Howd. Hello. Hi. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. I'm excited to be here. I'm in the studio. Yes. And then uh, over uh, over the internet, talking to us uh, live from Pasadena, California, is Ross Mahalko. Ross, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, so, Pasadena, Texas, is a place, and I'm not there. I'm in Pasadena, California. Mm, so just to be just, just to be, be clear. clear, perfect. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I <laughs> want to bring up how I first saw this piece because uh texas annie is a produced short film short music video mm-hmm. and i was lucky enough to meet jennifer because she was thinking about moving to cincinnati and somebody got us in touch and i talked a little bit about what the experience as a artist is here in the oh, city sure. and she said you know i have this short and <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you'd be into it or not but if you wanted to i could send it to you and then consider submitting it to Sendependent. she sent it my way I saw Texas Annie, The Legend of the Moan Ranger, opened it up and was like, yep, you better submit this. Instant yes, yes right? Yes. And I, yeah. I remember being like really nervous about <laughs> sending it to you because I was like, um, Ohio, how are they going to feel about this subject matter? I didn't know. I yeah. didn't know you. I wasn't yeah. sure. You know, I was just like, you know, if it's not your thing, I totally understand. You know, <laughs> do you have that experience anytime you take this or submit it somewhere? No, but for some reason, Ohio just felt so squeaky clean to me that I was just like, I don't know how the Midwest is going to react. Yeah. But I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, well, I'm not from the Midwest originally, so. <laughs> well, you're from Texas. I am from Texas. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very good Ohio boy, and I think it's a great video, and I like the song yeah. very, very much. We're much more progressive here now. Yeah. You know, than I thought. Yeah. Now that I live here, by the way. Did you I move, did move here. Did you move here from Pasadena? I wasn't in Pasadena. I was in L.A. proper. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, but, and Ross, no, no plans on moving to the Midwest anytime soon. We got a lot of it's soybeans here, awesome. man. It's pretty awesome. It sounds amazing. Every time I talk to Jennifer, it's, it's a very tempting uh, package for sure. We've got like but... 17 <laughs> kinds of chili. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, you know, since my kids live here in California, I, I'm, I'm deciding to stay for now. But they are teenagers, okay. so that may change. <laughs> That's my excuses are fine. It's cool, dude. So how did you guys meet, the two of you? Yeah. Well, uh, we met in New York, in New York City. When was it, Ross? How many years ago? Oh, oh, it was made. It was the nineties. It was the nineties. Okay. Yeah, it was the nineties. Yeah. Um, I was a hip hop was all the rage. (laughs) (laughs) So was Peach Snapple. Yes. Um, I. uh... That's an inside joke. Yes. Jennifer um, brought us Peach Snapple into the studio today because yes. she caught an episode where we go on and on and on about it. And we're so refreshed as of this are. moment. Waxing <laughs> waxing darn near romantic about how happy I am that this uh, Peach Snapple is in the studio. Yeah. Very happy. Sorry, you're missing out, Ross. Um, <laughs> but yes, it was the 90s. It was New York City. It was very gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I had worked with his – I'm sorry. I didn't actually work with him. Um, his brother – Reed uh, was a frequent guest of uh, MGM's publicity department. He was a friend of a, a colleague of mine there, and I was working there at the time. And he used to come in, and we struck up a friendship. And then he ended up introducing me to Ross when Ross decided to move to New York City. And at, do you remember, like, was it because he thought we would write together? Was it? Was that it, or did I, you just think we were yeah, going to be friends? Yeah, I was. I was writing some um, some wacky stuff and animation uh, scripts and whatnot, and uh, and Jen had some past and uh, won some contests for her animation writing for cool. uh, with a Simpsons spec and stuff. And so uh, nice. my brother knew we were both weird, both writers, and at the very least would be fast friends. And he was mm-hmm. right about all three. Mm. Yeah, that's so sweet. That's true. Yeah, and now we both like uh, each other more than we like my brother, which is great. (laughs) Sorry about your luck, Reed. (laughs) (laughs) You are being replaced. (laughs) I mean, that's cool, right, to to establish a relationship with somebody where the friendship seems like that's going to be easy. And then also knowing that the work thing, the the, the work dynamic is also seems to be working out. That's that's a that's a really cool relationship to have. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Mm. It still is. You know, Ross is one of my best friends. Mm. Have you guys Aww. been writing since then together? We've written several things together over the years. Um, another screenplay and then quite a few treatments for shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we ended up, one of the reasons I ended up moving out to California was we had pitched a series we had created to Fox Animation. And, uh, and I was living in New York City at the time. And uh, and Jennifer had moved out to, to Los Angeles, and I saw sunshine and palm trees and all the good stuff, swimming pools and movie stars, and I, I was hooked. I, I I thought it was so 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 great. So I'm um, I was happy to run away from the snow and be out here. Mm-hmm. Well, with the two of you, of course, you met. I'm going to assume when you were at least old enough to move out of the house and live on your own. So what what's been your journey as individual writers before you found each other? Yeah. You go first, Ross. Oh, oh thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> um, I, uh, I had a big storytelling background just uh, from, from childhood. I was a theater kid um, and did a lot of uh, just writing. Any, any school assignment I had a chance to write some kind of book or whatnot, I would do that. Um, and then I went to Perry Mansfield Performing Arts uh, Camp as a counselor in, in Colorado. It's a real big deal if you know about that stuff. And um, and I met my the gentleman who would be my writing mentor, Dick Carum, who is a playwriting instructor. 
And over the course of a summer, I wrote like 14 one-act plays. Wow. And uh, I was alive again after a few years of, of being away from that. And, uh, and I really haven't stopped since. Uh, I write children's musicals and plays still, um, um, published and performed all over the world, which is really, really cool. Um, and I was a theater teacher for, for quite a few years. And, uh, and then when I moved out to LA, started switched um, to movies and TV. But when I met Jen, I was uh, writing a lot of theater. Okay. That's, and by the way, I am such a fan of kids doing like summer programs specifically related to theater. I did it as a kid growing up, and it just opens up so much more. You're meeting a whole bunch of different people that you're not necessarily around all the time, like during the school year. And it, it can, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it. A, a friend of mine used to uh, – he, he involved theater in uh, classes for kids. Uh, it wasn't an autism. It was uh, Asperger's kids and using theater as a way to teach these kids social interactions and to make them feel more comfortable. There's so much that doing that sort of thing can do, and I think it's so good for kids. And I'm so happy to hear that you're involved in that, Ross. I love that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it, theater and creative teaching and, and those classes really uh, open up uh, children and, and adults in so many ways uh, and, and make them, I, I think, make all of us better better people all around. Um, when you moved out to L.A., Ross, what was your, did you just start writing? Like, were you a paid writer? You, you walked out there, you're like sunshine, palm trees, and <laughs> typewriter. <laughs> typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw a stack of children's musicals onto uh, onto the desk of a movie executive and said, "Ha ah, ha! Look at me now!" <laughs> and like this, this is great. Um, no, you know, uh, I've done a uh, a variety of stuff as sort of is the case out here. Um, you know, writing for oh, everything, comic books and video games, and um, copywriting for for businesses and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, I definitely got out here and got a big dose of of, hey, this is, there's no straight path to this. Um, Try a lot of little things. Uh, And that's been my thing while I was also, uh, you know, raising my, raising my kids. Um, I was a bit of a stay-at-home dad and writer and and finding that balance for me was really important. Jennifer, you were in LA for a while too, weren't you? I was. So how did, (laughs) when did writing, and it's specifically screenplay writing, show up for you and then how did you get out to LA and thank God you're with us now. Yeah. Um okay, so well writing was always a part of my life growing up. I grew up in um kind of rural New Hampshire. Only child and I spent a lot of time by myself. Mm-hmm. Um so I did a lot of journaling as a lot of young ladies do. I was kind of obsessively into it. Um and I also ended up writing a lot of Plays that I would have that I actually would like direct and, <laughs> and be in and like, you know, ponies on the back of little oh, pickup trucks like coming yeah. over and like Aww. major productions for small town New Hampshire. Um, so I and I was also involved in children's theater and, yeah. and all of that as well. And then um, in in high school, um, there was this show called Moonlighting. You two may be too young to oh, remember Bruce it. Oh, yeah. Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, Simple my, Shepherd. my dad yes. was a big fan of that show. Yeah. Jack's I, 10 years older than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like a zillion years older than both of you. But um, but I, and I know Ross, is, Ross loves the show too. So, right, Ross? This is one Love of your it. favorite shows. I adore it. This is one of the things we bonded about, actually. But um, I was obsessed with that show. It was very groundbreaking at the time. It broke, what happens? It in broke it? the fourth wall all the Ooh. time, and, and that was a big deal. Yes, for like the times, Moonlighting. right? Moonlighting, um, really well written. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and I ended up writing a spec. What 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 at the time I didn't know there was actually at that time there was no such thing as spec mm-hmm. screenplays. But like I wrote like a fantasy fiction of moonlighting episode. Oh yeah, I was like twelve or thirteen. No, I was probably like fifteen or sixteen. I was like on the floor of my living room, like writing it out, handwritten. I gave it to my mom. She typed it up for me. Aww. I figured out who the showrunner was. Oh, I my sent God. it to ABC. You, oh, my You're God. kidding hold me. Up, hold, hold. Yeah. Ready? Ready? Wait yes. for it. I got a letter back from ABC like months later saying, I'm sorry, but we don't take unsolicited scripts. And I had no idea what unsolicited meant. <laughs> and I was crushed. I was crushed. I'm like, they're not going to produce my, my screenplay? What? That's so wild. So that was like the first taste. Um <sighs> for me <laughs> and, that is so and I still cute. have that by the yep. way I Send still have it I might sub- submit it to you all <laughs> no you really wouldn't take it I trust me um, it was very bad such but, gumption but I had That's a lot of gumption yes. a lot of entitlement um, but yeah so that was kind of the first taste and then in high school I ended up instead of writing papers I would like make videos and stuff of yeah. things and I was just really into it and uh, ended up going to film school and I didn't get into writing in film school, although I did write several things. Um, I made more like experimental videos in film school, mm-hmm. which was kind of weird for me at the time. Um, and then uh, I got into publicity and then I got into um, writing on the side when I was in publicity. I was working for MGM in New York City and I was honestly pretty miserable mm-hmm. uh, because it was not creative at all. And I didn't realize it, but I really needed a creative outlet. And so mm-hmm. one of the interns that worked for, for worked with us he was really into writing and so we wrote um what was my first screenplay together mm. uh it was called the question it the the question was basically you know the matrix uh essentially almost exactly like the same plot and everything and i remember thinking <sighs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh i guess we missed the boat on that one um and uh and and then i ended up writing a couple of other um uh, spec TV. It actually wasn't The Simpsons. It was The Family Guy mm-hmm. um, oh, and uh, Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. And I wrote those. I co-wrote those also with a different uh, friend of mine. And they won some script contests and stuff like that. And so you know. And then I ended up writing a book. And I don't know. I've been writing. I just mm-hmm. been writing. Yeah. I don't like it though. Really? Yeah, I'm not. I, what? I don't the, like writing. The work of it, as opposed to like the, the the feeling that you get from creating. I don't enjoy it. Like Ross is the total opposite. He loves. I'm speaking for you, Ross. But like when I think of a writer, I think Ross. Yeah. Like he loves writing. Yeah. I don't love it. I, I'm, I was actually just writing the words. <laughs> I love writing. So there have oh only been a couple my of gosh. really a couple of moments in my life, one of which was the memoir that I wrote, like that I've actually been like, yeah, I love this. Mm. Only like one or two moments. Mm. Most of the time, I'm just like, I don't know why I'm doing this. And is is it because of like the, the work that you have to put into it to get to that final product, or what is it about it that turns you off? It just the it. Oh gosh, I am honestly, I think more of an editor than I am a, a like a writer. Okay, mm-hmm. and so. It, it, the process of writing itself is very hard for me because often, it, with few exceptions, it's like banging my head against the wall because mm-hmm. I'm editing myself as, as I'm you, writing. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh! So wow. it's really like, Ugh! yeah. Um, but but I, like I said, I have had a handful of, uh, or not even a handful of, of moments where it was like flowed right out of me, and I didn't feel like I had to be editing myself while I was doing mm-hmm. it. But for the most part, it's work. Ooh, how, so it's, <laughs> and, man, and, go ahead, Ross. And, and 
well, I was gonna say, and that that's actually where like part of the magic of our of our writing relationship has has shown up. Yes. Uh, because I love writing, and and Jen loves editing my writing. Yes. Um, you know, and so so we I don't know when we talk about the process, but that ultimately like I will be writing just every day anyway. So having stuff to specifically work on is great. And, uh, and, you know, like when we wrote Texas Annie, that's exactly how it went. You know, we, we had the story I wrote and just kept throwing stuff around and Jen made it really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually when we write, we, you know, someone has an idea, it's usually Ross. Um, and then, uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, kind of, you know, we, what, what they call break the story, which mm-hmm. is really essentially just trying to figure out exactly what the story beats are going to be. Um, and we create an outline together. And then Ross goes off and writes the first draft based on the outline that we've come up and the characters that we've created. Okay. So, and, and, and yeah, and then I jump in and um, add things, take things away, pass it back to him, mm-hmm. and we kind of go back and forth. This is a really good bridge into the the specific work that you were that we're here talking about today. This uh, Texas Annie, it's a music video which is derived from or grew out of a feature length musical that uh, that you guys wrote. And that's also then based on a performance by a different uh, performing couple altogether. A song about a woman that is a, is an outlaw who's selling sex toys when Texas has outlawed it. Yes, is that is that, is that the right sort of reverse timeline for things? That is. Fully accurate. Mm-hmm. Well done. So, okay, you guys, tell us everything that he just said. <laughs> for, for the listeners, for the conversational yeah. pleasure, jump into it. Let's start How with the wet start? spots. Yeah, yeah, wet the spots. Wet spots. <laughs> well, I mean, wet. Sp- okay, so the wet spots. I don't know, did, Ross. Did you meet them through your brother, through Reed? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was introduced to them through Reed as well. Yeah, the, the glue that holds us all together. I was going to say Reed sounds like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. He is. Honestly, we do love him very, very much. And if he's listening to this, we really, really love him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, and so, if he's not, we feel, then we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I remember, I remember being uh, in the kitchen. Tell me if this is accurate for you, Ross. But I remember being in the kitchen of uh, the place, the Hollywood bungalow that I used to live in and Uh you saying something to the extent of uh i just heard this song by the wet spots and i think it might be a good film you remember that and then me going yeah "Yeah, i think i'd like to write that with you and then we did yeah yeah that was that was pretty much it i I and i think it was as much as reed had heard the song and pointed me at it Mm. and said i think this is really interesting and right up your alley and um and he was absolutely correct. Like the moment I heard it, I was like, "Oh, this is absolutely a a, a movie musical." Uh, and I yeah, you know, I, I was a huge fan of Rocky Horror Picture Show and you know kind of campy irreverence. Um and uh, and saw that all over this story and uh, and shared that excitement with Jen and it was it yeah it was pretty much that it was like ah this this could be really fun she's like absolutely yeah. let's do it mm-hmm. yeah so they did this song about this woman named Texas Annie that it's 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 based on a real thing as far as in 1973 the state of Texas introduced this obscenity law that made it essentially illegal to sell and or possess any sort of sex toy whatsoever. Six or more. Okay, there was a, okay. six or more uh, uh, dildos or sex toys of any sort in Texas was outlawed, and it was a felony. Yeah. 
Okay. A felony. And okay, so and 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 as nutty as that sounds, the and so that's 1973. It's a still technically on the books. It just maybe not enforced, but it was like yep. the law was updated in 08. It's <laughs> yeah. like still an active piece of legislation. Yeah, they they overturned it, but they did not take it off the books. Right. So technically speaking, you can own more guns in Texas than you can sex toys. So the, this couple, the wet spots, uh, they wrote this whole song. It's like a it's like a Johnny Cash. Outlaw story about this dark stranger who goes from town to town and is defying the man and doing what's right and and it's and it's it's very much sort of in that kind of vibe and it's great and that, and I totally understand how you and Ross could find inspiration in let's do something with this yeah and it's funny actually when we wrote this originally the first draft of it was back in we were trying to think about this the other day somewhere around 2011 mm-hmm. and uh, obama was president and when we were writing we were like well this is this is silly and irreverent and whatever but it didn't seem at all you know relevant mm. like and then trump you know got into office and all of a sudden the tides turned and everything was just like oh shit this could kind of almost actually become a thing again yeah um and it felt really relevant like mm-hmm. like we i mean and that's the point too when i was like okay I think it's time to make. I think it's time to make one of the songs from this puppy. Uh huh. Let's get that mm-hmm. out so there. You, so you guys started with the feature film. And yeah, then, we wrote that first. Okay, and we'll go right back to that. I'm just, I'm just putting all these pieces together. So then, there's a lot of political stuff going on, which of course inspired many, many feelings in lots of people, whether they were for or against whatever political party anybody wanted to take a stance on at any point, we've had a ton of screenplays come through that were in response to recent political events. And your response to that was, let's pull a piece of this. Let's get this out into the world. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It feels like people are going to take note of it in a way that, you know, they wouldn't have in 2011, you know, like it it just wasn't as relevant. Mm -hmm. And now the satire of it is just like, whoa, (laughs) it's very subversive. It it was at the time too, but now it just seems really subversive. Right. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) So go ahead. It was so, it was so much more tech. It felt so much more Texas specific Mm -hmm. back when we originally wrote it. And now it's just it's a national piece. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. one of those things. It's it's that's it, broadened its appeal. Yeah. Well, and it's wild too because like I, I, as I was doing a little looking up the law and, and the history of this thing and then the story that they're telling, I couldn't help but think of Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, which mm-hmm. that's like the seventies and eighties as far as stage play and musical goes. But it also sort of comes off as maybe a little more sanitized in terms of content. I mean, it's still very much about you know women having sex for money, but it. It it, it 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 feels I, I don't know if that's maybe just the Dolly Parton influence to it, but it, it just feels a little more sanitized uh, in, in a way that you guys are going for like a thing as opposed to it's a little more plot driven with that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, Ross, then you took it and you what is the writing process for songs and scripts? I, I'm dying to know if he's sort of the writing type, but if music's involved, that's a whole other element, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he's, he's absolutely right. the lead lyricist on this thing i mean he has the background in that and i'll let him speak to that mostly but again i i for sure in the in the song part of it was really like backseat you know i Mm -hmm. i came in and shaped a little bit of stuff but for the most part he spit this stuff out and it was like dead on Mm. okay Mm -hmm. so yeah ross how are you writing this stuff you know it's just after we after we had settled on the outline and i started into it 
every time I reached a song, the song showed up for me. So um, for for myself, I, I tend to I'll, I'll write lyrics, and I'm I'm a so-so musician in the sense of like being able to hum a tune and stuff. And I know how notes go together, but I'm no composer. But I would hear tunes and write to that, and pretty much just straight through. I just I wrote the I wrote the piece sequentially, and every time I hit a song, I just wrote the song. We and also it, uh, and it just poured out. We also had John Woods, who's one half of the Wet Spots, mm-hmm. um, oh, great. as cool. a partner for um, orchestrating several of the songs in the feature. And the, sh- the one that's in the short is one that he also orchestrated. Mm-hmm. And I also actually, music was my first love um, artistically. And I played a lot of instruments growing up. And I actually composed electronic music. And that's how I got into film school, strangely enough. So I have, you know, more of a producing background on music. And Mm -hmm. so I was able to kind of, again, act as like someone to shape and kind of guide the direction Mm -hmm. of the tone of it and and all of that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's such a thing to wrap my head around. Like the creative process of that. Like I said, a script is one thing when you've got, you know – characters and story but now you're talking lyrics and melodies and harmonies and when's a good time to have a song and who what character deserves to have one or what moment in the script deserves to have one that's it's such a whole other level of thinking well and how did you guys decide to take this song and this moment in the feature and make it into a short what was it about this one that you wanted to pull well, we had been talking about uh, this song and then another song called Dildos Are the Devil's Tools. <laughs> okay. And actually, we had written the short for Dildos Are the Devil's Tools first, if I remember correctly, Ross, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and you know, sitting with it when I was getting to, to the point because I, I knew that I was going to direct it. And when I was sitting with it and I was thinking, taken out of context um, on its own, Dildos Are the Devil's Tools felt a little bit mean-spirited. Mm. Okay. In the context of the larger work, it totally fits. Mm-hmm. But honestly, on its own, it, I felt like it was going to be misunderstood and really yeah. not represent the kind of playful, fun, um, you know, spirit that mm. the piece had. And so we also we looked at other, you know, pieces that we had, and I felt like, you know, this, you know, the Moan Ranger rap, basically um, – helps kind of tell the story of the larger story that's mm-hmm. going on in the feature and could be a good representation for the feature itself. Mm-hmm. So we were looking mm-hmm. at it as a way to kind of proof of concept, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we, yeah, you like this? Great. We got a whole feature mm-hmm. here. Let me slide it to you. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And mm-hmm. what, so what has the response been? I mean, if, if you were concerned maybe on a tonal level, what this was versus the other thing, have you been satisfied with the response to this? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, this, piece is played in several film festivals and it, it, it always gets really a lot of laughs and yeah. people they get it too you know like they, they get they it's get it funny yeah it is funny yeah you know for all the underlying messaging that you might want to share it's also very entertaining exactly exactly and that's the feedback that we've been getting they get this the subversive element to it but they also get that it's entertaining and that's by design yeah <laughs> for sure mm-hmm well, should we go ahead and play the track we have? That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. So, listeners, oh my gosh, have we got a treat for you? Instead of a scene read, because you know how brilliant we always are at the scene reads. <laughs> as, as desperately as Allison has been wanting to play Texas Annie, <laughs> I feel like my dad would have 
a heart attack <laughs> if I, God, Dad, I love you so much. And part of the reason is that I can always just try to, like, make you panic about stuff. <laughs> as, as much fun as that would be, mm-hmm. um, we actually, because this is a produced short, we have the track from the music video that um, that our writers today, Jennifer and Ross, have so graciously allowed us to play on the show. So sit tight, because here it comes. Here it comes. I wasn't that great. I was quiet and shy. Thought that was my fate. Then I made over my hair and my clothes. And I got a disguise that goes under my nose. Now I got purpose. Now I got poise. Now I deliver all the sex toys. With a little bit of lube and a pager made you feel more real than you ever felt before. And there's more in store. Yeah, there's more in store. Cause I'm ten feet taller than an hour ago Bring in the flow in between your thighs Open your eyes, I'm the prize fighter In the ring of love, put on the gloves And meet the game changer Cause I'm the Mo Ranger I'm the Mo Ranger Hi-yo, dildo, away to fuss cause I got more product than toys are us. Yeah, I know it's illegal what I am doing, but why should the government do all the screwing? If you've got needs, you don't have to hide cause I'm gonna liberate you from the inside. Take a ride, I'm a silver machine. Huh, you over 18? I'm the king to every size queen. Pubic enemy number one. Top gun, bringing the fun where there was none. Sit down, I ain't close to done. I got more. Yeah, there's more in store. Cause I'm ten feet taller than an hour ago. Bringing the flow right up in your face. Have a taste of my ace in the hole. Dice are loaded and I'm ready to wage to Bring your game to the table and meet the Moan Ranger. I'm the Moan Ranger. Hi, yo, dildo, away. Another satisfied customer. So good. Yes. Love that. I was, go ahead. I'm so happy that that exists like on YouTube. Like I was telling Jennifer when she first showed up that when this premiered, when we saw it at this independent (laughs) film festival, it's catchy. It was stuck in my head for a while afterward. And like, I was like, oh, well, let me just hop on YouTube and I can maybe listen to it again. I, it wasn't there at the time. And like, I was getting on Google Play because I was willing to download it as like a track and have it. No, nope, it didn't happen that way either. And I'm so glad that it's a thing I can listen to again. And fun fact, Ross is doing background. Ew. He's background vocals with Sweet. his wife, Becca. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. And shout out to Pearl, who is the main vocalist in this. Mm-hmm. Art- artist named Pearl. Mm. Ross, what was the uh, collaboration like with uh, uh, Jim? Is it James Wood from from the Wet Spots? What, uh, can you talk about the collaboration John, process? John, John Wood. John Wood. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so uh, we, you know, we had the initial lyrics. Um, it was the 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 main rapping chorus, uh, and you know, I told John we were thinking of a sort of a uh, of a Kid Rock kind of country western rap sort of vibe to it. 
and um, and he he nailed it. Started tinkering around with it, and uh, and he also expanded expanded the vocals, uh, the the rap in it. He was so inspired and just ran with it. It was just amazing. So it's it's a co lyrics uh, uh, effort, but um, but yeah, it was it was really just amazing. And um, I I think he you know he he nailed it in one from from what I can remember. Wow. Uh, had had the sound of the feel just right off and and uh, yeah had had a ball with it. Yeah, he's super talented. I really and he he did all the instruments and and everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I really love because we don't have this is the first music video screenplay we've had on the show. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it's really fun to like read action headings and read yeah. story develop throughout a screenplay that's a music video. And one of my favorite lines that I wanted to bring up because I really appreciate <laughs> when we talk about like the irreverent campiness of this. I feel like this does a great job. Is the line a chorus of hot cowboys and cowgirls comes out of nowhere and surrounds her, her being Annie. As she passes out dildos and various sex toys, whilst dancing with all the sexy people. <laughs> and I was yep. like, yes! Yep. It reminds me of that Parks and Recreation episode where they're doing kale, and the sexy kale people at the farmer's market are dancing. <laughs> terrible. I mean, like, yeah. that's a whole nother. But, you know, all the sexy kale, people. Kale is the sex toy of uh, a vegetable. Like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. I think that's, that's they, they patent that phrase. That's going to be part of the new marketing push. Oh, man. So then in terms of production then, what are the challenges of doing – is this the first music video that you've – yeah, what, so wow. what's that like, shooting a music video yes. as opposed to a short? Yeah, well, I mean, getting the, the music recorded. I mean, we had a scratch track that we had done with John, but then – I needed to get it re-recorded, so we got another producer person to recreate the music that John had had made, and then we um, recorded it in my garage in L.A. Mm-hmm. with Pearl. So and how with did Ross. you find her too? Yeah. Yeah, Where did yeah, she? Because yeah. she's, I mean, she's great, pretty she pivotal. Sells the me. hell out. Of yeah, it. yeah, and she was petrified of doing kind of a kid <gasps> rock style rap because that is not her style at all, but. Uh, a friend of mine had I, I put out a call saying, "Hey, anybody know a vocalist who'd want to do this for like next to nothing?" Um, and I was she was put on my radar. I actually realized I had heard her play at an event that I had been to, and and I remember her very specifically, thinking of that at that event, like this person's really talented. Mm-hmm. And when she was pointed to me, I was kind of like, "Oh yes, yes, absolutely, I would mm-hmm. love to work with you." She wasn't confident that she could pull off this style. And I was like, you've got the voice. You can do this. And we spent an entire day in my garage working through it. And she just nailed it. Oh, and, man. And so did Ross. And Becca came over. I was like, can you do <laughs> background? We need background. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and so we were rocking it in the in the garage. Um and so, and then I had it mastered and, and all of that. And I'd never been through any of that process. And I was kind of like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but let's see if this works. Um, and, and I think it does. Uh, and then once we had the track, it was, okay, we got to figure out the, you know, locations. And, and specifically, there was, a, it calls for green screen too, because there are specific locations here that we knew we weren't going to be able to get. Um, like the congressman's office? Like the congressman's office, the church, you yeah. know, like. And uh, and I was like, but I think we could do this in a way that, like, if it looks like green screen, it actually kind of 
plays into the cheesiness of this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we totally went for. Um, and a producer came on board to, to help with the process. And, mm -hmm. and he donated very um, kindly his time as a cinematographer, DP as well. And so then it was just a matter of like calling in favors from other friends and, you know, planning the date and then doing it. It was crazy, but we just played the song on a, you know, on a literally on an iPhone in the desert and wherever we were, where she was needing to do the um, lip syncing, mm -hmm. and uh, and it worked. Was it tough to shoot in the freaking desert? desert? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, it <laughs> tell was, us everything. It on the way there, you know, at four o'clock in the morning in the desert of Joshua Tree, where it never rains. Guess what it did? Oh, man. It rained, uh -huh. and it rained, and it was cold, and it was, I mean, it was freezing and windy and, like, all of the things. The opposite of everything that you're looking for this to be. Yeah, so it started off roughly, but as most storms do, it passed, mm. and then things got better. <laughs> um, so the desert day was Saturday. That was rough, and then the Sunday, we did all of the green screen stuff, and it was sunny and beautiful, and it was a much better day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we, we made it work. And then I decided, hey, I think I'm going to edit this. And I hadn't really done much editing before, but I wanted to teach myself Premiere Pro. And so I did, and, and I enjoyed it. And I was like, I think this is pretty good. I was never, ever thinking it was going to be something that I was going to put into festivals. I really didn't think wow. it was going to end up being you know, good enough for that. But at the end of it, I was kind of, I was really proud of it. I was like, I think other people are going to like this. I'm going to just toss it out to a couple of festivals. And it started getting into things. And I was like, okay. Awesome. I'll I'll go with that. So yeah, Ross. What, uh, outside of once the once the thing was written and then being involved in the recording process, as far as production goes, in your role in that, what else? Uh, what other role did you play? I, I was uh, encouragement from afar. There you go. He's a big uh, yeah, cheerleader. I, yeah. I, I visited the set. I, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of writers hate writing but love sets. Uh, it seems to be a a, a thing in L.A. Uh, and I tend to be the opposite. And I'm not sure if it's if it's just not that I hate sets. It's just not my natural place of being. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a theater kid. I, I love putting everything on its feet live. And the idea of of moving cables and, and lighting and all that stuff um, fries my brain. And I'd rather be writing. So. Uh, so, yeah, I cheered. I cheered Jen on, fielded any complaints and, and encouraged her as much as I could delivered hugs when needed uh, and 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 generally just let her do her amazing uh, job as a director. She was incredible. Aww. I mean, I completely agree because yeah. we've seen it and we'd love it. Love it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Has there been weird pushback from people that disagree with like conceptually with it? Not that I'm aware of. I haven't looked at the all the comments on. I did. They're all good. Are they? Oh yeah. Okay. Stuff like this is the superhero we need right now, and all oh, sorts nice. of stuff like that. Now the comments are all good. So far. I'm trying to stay away from reading comments because you never know where these things could go. Yeah. But um, but not in person. I haven't had okay. honestly like knocking on wood or for Micah or whatever this is. No. Um, I have not had any any negative. It's all been like this is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad for that too. Yeah, Ross, what do people in your sphere think about it? Whenever you bring it up, uh, they think it makes sense for me to have written this. Uh, you know, it's that sort of thing of knowing knowing me, and I don't take it as a, a as a, an insult in any way. You know, I, I basically tell people I write children's musicals, uh, horror movies, and I've written a. Uh, a cowgirl dildo musical comedy adventure film. 
And they go, yep, okay, yep, we get it. <laughs> that makes sense for you. Totally makes sense. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, and, you know, and, and that sort of thing of saying something but having fun with it, mm-hmm. um, you know, having a message and, and laughing uh, your way through it is, is where I've, I've always been with my, with my activism um, and, and just sharing. Like, that's just how I like to move through the world. Um, and now we have to be just louder <laughs> with it. And sometimes, you know, take things very seriously and, 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 and make a stand. And, and that's what's been so, so great with, you know, moving forward with this music video and, and, and having the film and getting it out into the world. I think, I think sh- sharing strong body positive, sex positive, queer positive messaging um, in, in the world, it's so, so important you know, especially in, in, in a time when people are trying to shut all of that down so, so hard. And just to say, you know what, it's fine if it's not your thing, but uh, it, it doesn't make it evil. Yeah. You know, have, have fun, relax. And, and, to, have, and to have a film whose, whose message is that mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, is a lot of people just, you know, discovering why, why they feel so uptight around this stuff and feeling you know, the, the release, the relief and the community that comes through, through sex and sex toys is it's, it's a great place to be in a, in a script and in the world. We've been getting a lot of feedback from people about how it, you know, it, it makes it easy to talk about sex and and it's fun and funny. Like it's, it's, um, it's an easy thing to talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's got that same kind of Rocky Horror picture, you yeah. know, free, freeing for people. You know, laughter is a great medicine. And to be able to talk about subjects that a lot of people don't normally talk about, mm-hmm. you know, to put it in the context of something that's really funny is really helpful and kind of eases the conversation. And, and that was really very deliberate, too. But ultimately, this, this movie is about... You know, it's about personal freedom. It's about stepping into responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really ultimately about loving yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, and loving, starting with loving yourself before you can really love anybody else. And that's, you know, that's a message that for sure I can get behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's literally a song in the the movie, too. Oh, perfect. (laughs) It is. That's perfect. I love it. What do you guys want to do with the feature? What are you hoping happens next? Um. Jill Soloway, if you're listening, <laughs> you are our dream producer slash director. Yes. Um, for those who don't know who Jill Soloway is, uh, she has a production company called Topple, and she is the um, mastermind behind Transparent. Oh, yeah. And I Love Dick, which is also a really great show. Uh, I think she'd be perfect for this Um and we love like Fortune Feimster. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Or Feimster? Feimster, Feimster. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. We could totally see her yes. playing Texas Annie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we'd love to get in the hands of either of them and see what they can do with it. But, you know, either way, we'd love to see it made. We also have a, a, a stage musical version of it as well. Perfect. So, um, you know, we might end up going in the direction of trying to get that off the ground at some point. Cool. That sounds really exciting. I mean, you have a heck of a proof of concept. You here. really do. I mean, it's, yeah, and the, and the fact that you were able to be like, "Hey, you know what? This is more than just a thing for us to show around to potential to raise money for. This is something I think I really I kind of want to put it out there. I think that was a great call. Thank you. Well, if anybody well, wanted you. to watch the music video or yeah. talk to you about this, what's the best way for them to do those things? 
Um, if they want to watch the music video, it is on YouTube on a channel uh, by, I think they're, they're called Night Pants, mm -hmm. N-I-G-H-T-P-A-N-T-Z. Um, they are, uh, they do like digital comedy, um, and they ended up helping us with it. So we put it on their channel, but you can probably just Google Texas Annie, the legend of the Moan Ranger, and it'll come up. And then for me individually, if you're interested in reaching out, um, I have a website, jenniferhoud.com, uh, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-H-O-W-D.com. And my email address is hello at jenniferhoud.com. Perfect. Ross, what about you? Uh, I have a website that's uh, jenniferhow.org. No. Um, actually, no, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's rossmihalko.com, R-O-S-S-M-I-H-A-L-K-O, and you can uh, reach me through there as well. That's awesome. That's really – I'm – so happy that you guys came on yeah. to do this. I was, I've been looking forward to this as soon as she said, hey, we're going to do this. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> thank you for having us. It's totally our yeah, pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's awesome having you guys on here, sharing your super unique perspective in this way, watching it come out of you. It's, yeah. It means a lot to us. Aw. Well, it means a lot to us for you to recognize it, so thank you. Yeah, love it. Guys, thanks yeah, very thank much. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, guys. Well, I'm 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 thrilled. Yeah, uh, that was so fun. And now you can listen to it whenever you want to. I know. I'm really happy about. You that. You could actually just loop our show <laughs> and wait the whole hour mm -hmm. to get to the song, and yeah. then just play it again, over and over and over, and get all those listens up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our clicks could be through the roof on that. <laughs> Speaking extremely selfishly right now. <laughs> uh, so if uh, if there's something that you have written that uh, you, has been running around in your head, and uh, whether it's sexually related or not, uh, and you've written it into a screen form, you should send it to us. We would love to read it. And you can do that by going on to scriptshopshow.com slash submit. If you were listening to this episode, we would love to hear your thoughts on Facebook, Instagram, yes. or Twitter. You can get on Script Shop Show, and you can uh, talk to us about what you thought about this episode. Share your own personal experiences, and let's have a dialogue, because that's what storytelling is all about people yeah listen to the show watch the video share the video share the show yeah, talk about talk it with about people. it this is we, we, we're we're broadcasting in a certain way but if you, you i mean you can broadcast in an own way of your own and that we would love that yeah so let's keep the conversation going we appreciate all you do by tuning in and listening to us and until next week friends that's a wrap script shop was created by allison west Hosted by Allison West and Jack Crumley. Produced by Frank Steele. Thanks to iHeartMedia Cincinnati for use of their studio. Intro music, Retro Soul by bensound.com. Outro music by purple-planet.com. Special thanks to all our guests. Thanks for listening.